Um, Lord and Father, we come to you first and foremost, Heavenly Father, just to thank you, Heavenly Father, for giving us up this morning, Heavenly Father, and carrying us on our way. Um, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for um, for just life, health, and strength, Heavenly Father. Uh, we thank you uh, for us to be able to gather together, Heavenly Father, and commune with one another, Heavenly Father, individually and collectively, Heavenly Father. Uh, we really and truly just thank you for, uh, for us being governors over our family, Heavenly Father. And us trying to get aligned with you, Heavenly Father, to get even further um, in a relationship with you, Heavenly Father, and, and gain more leverage as far as what this life mm-hmm. can give us, Heavenly Father. We thank you on today, Heavenly Father, um, for each individual, um, for for their gifts, Heavenly Father, their talents, Heavenly Father, for us to further those things, Heavenly Father. Uh, we just ask that you continuously show us the way, Heavenly Father. Please be the truth, the way, and the life for us, Heavenly Father, so that we can continue down this path of righteousness, Heavenly Father. We thank you on today. We thank you for every soul that's on, on the line today, Heavenly Father. We thank you for every all the things that you have done, Heavenly Father, for us, Heavenly Father. So we just ask that all hearts and minds be open and receive the word of God um, this 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 evening, Heavenly Father. So we thank you. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the honor. Yes, and all these things we ask you in your mighty name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, brother. Well, tonight, we're going to talk about a touchy subject. We're going to talk about the F word. Talk about Come the on, F man. word, man. I know a lot of times in college, yeah, I used to use it a lot, man. And I'm not, I'm not judging you for it, man. But um, the F word is forgive. That's the mm-hmm. word for the night is forgive. <laughs> I saw your face, man. Yeah, well, listen, you might use both. I don't know. Uh, so let me ask some questions to start us out. What is some reasons why we don't forgive? All right. And and as we're because I, I want y'all to kind of give me some thoughts here. And I got some things written down. I want to see how what I have compares to what you may think. But I, I want you to think about a time or a situation you may be in it right now to where you have some an alt against somebody you have, you have a prejudice against somebody you have a a tussle whatever you want to use here something in you that when you see this person that they they do something to the inside you know you feel some kind of way right we use that <clears throat> So think about that person, think about the situation, or think about the situation that you still are struggling with in life as we talk tonight. And because we want to make this thing practical, we want to make it promising, and we want to make it permanent. So think about those things. But so <clears throat> give me some reasons that you think that people may not forgive or ways that or reasons why you have struggled in the past in forgiving. Uh, pride. Somebody. Pride. Pride. Um, is and the reason, and the reason why I say pride is because sometimes we just can't get over ourselves first. We get in the mm-hmm. way of our own self. Um, our own pride sometimes will, you know, get us to the point where we can't just seem to forget or forgive. Um, mm. So pride, pride is a big thing, man. Um, yeah. I let somebody else go. I would say something else. But. Yeah, no, it's good. Pride is good. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. That is. I would say uh, because somebody done you wrong or being violated, you know, a 
lot of times when somebody burn us, you know, we, we write them off. And yeah. that has a whole lot to do with uh, us building up that unforgiveness. Yep. Yep. That's another good one. That's another good one. Anybody else have, have some other ones? Being lied to. Not following. Being lied to. Yep. Yep. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. You might have another one. I mean, it's difficult. It's difficult yeah, to try to forgive somebody, man. It's, ah, it it's a lot of work. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. Man, that's good. Uh, anyone have another one before? I'm going to jump in and, and tell you, listen, it's going to be some overlap here because you guys are saying some of the common ones, I think. But does anybody have another one before I jump in? Um, a, a grudge, because sometimes people can hold a grudge against you, too, though. Mm -hmm. Yes. You, you yes. Know, I, think, I think that's a big one out of everything. Yep. Holding hold a grudge against someone, because I feel like if you hold a grudge against somebody and you continue holding that grudge, you can be hit with that H word, and the H word is hate. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know yeah. So you're not letting it go and not forgiving that person. So yeah. Uh, I also say lack of communication. Yes. Mm -hmm. Those are good. Those are good ones. Those are good ones. Well, let me let me show you the ones that I have. So so we thought about whether it's a person we have not forgive for, forgiven or it is a situation. That has happened that we are holding on to unforgiveness um but th there's a quote i want you to think about unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die because mm -hmm. when you hold on to that unforgiveness you're expecting it to hurt them you know what i'm saying like we said pride we said you know some other things but but that unforgiveness at the end of the day it eats you away Right. It, that person that you are holding the unforgiveness for living just fine. All right. So number one thing that I had or the first thing that I had was the hurt is too big to forgive. The hurt is too big to forgive. So I, it, it's not like, hey, man, he he bumped into me and didn't say sorry. No, that's 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 not that's not what I mean by too big. It, it this guy did something damaging to me, to my family. To, to a situation or whatever it is that hurt is way too big for me to just let that thing go. But I challenge you to think about it in the other way. It's too big to hold on because the bigger that unforgiveness is, the bigger that situation is, the more it weighs on you, the more it breaks you down, right? Think about it again as that poison. If it's, if it's that big, you're taking in that much poison. And you're holding on to it and think about unforgiveness again like like a lump on the side of your back skin whatever it is think think about a cyst that you have and you think all right well you know this is small i can ignore it but the bigger that cyst the more it grows the more it gets unattended the more it festers right the more pus gets on the inside and the harder it is to let that thing just fester um the second thing is we hear this all the time. Time, time will heal it. Time will heal. And, and there is an earthly saying, we've touched on this many times before. Time heals all wounds. We've heard that. That's not true. You know, and, and just like sticks and stones may break my bones, the words will never hurt me. That's not true. 
So we hear those things when we're younger to, to try to break down a masculinity or break down a insecurity that, that you may have, but that, that's not true. Time doesn't heal all wounds. It's not true. Because again, if I have a cyst on the side of my neck, it's not going to go away if I just wait another two days, another two years, <laughs> another two months. The more I wait, the worse it's going to get. And unforgiveness is the same way. The longer I wait, the more separation between me and that person, the harder it is for me to bring that situation back up and the harder it is for me to forgive, you know? Um, and so time, time does not heal all wounds. And we have to get past the mindset that time is going to heal it. You know, separation will do it. That's not it. Um, the other thing that I had was, and, and, and I think we all, y'all kind of touched on it, but I will forgive that person when they apologize. And that's the pride thing. We talked about the pride thing. Because we feel like, yeah, when he apologized, when she apologized, you know, yeah, I'll forgive him. But let me tell you something, man. You keep drinking this poison and you expect Bob to eventually fall down and, and pass out. But the more you take in and the more you feel like, hey, man, all right, tomorrow he's going to apologize to me. I ain't saying nothing that jump until he apologized. Mm -hmm. No, man. No, we've got to be better than that. Because he or she is living the life they're living just fine and they're going to carry on because because and i'm gonna be honest with you and we all know this because we may have been on the opposite side of this somebody could have wronged you and you're holding on to the unforgiveness thinking they're going to apologize at some point and they don't even realize they did anything wrong they don't feel like they did anything and, and here you are hating on them for weeks months years at a time friendships had broken up because you felt like oh man he, he stole that from me when he, he wasn't the one who took it. And here you are, you didn't confront him, you didn't say nothing to him, and now you hate to do it, you don't talk to him no more, and he wasn't the one who did it, right? And you hold on to this unforgiveness because you expect him to come up to you all of a sudden and apologize for something he never did. So that goes to the communication core. You made a great point of communication, right? If we never communicate the fact that, hey, listen, I'm offended. Like, hey, I feel some kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I, I feel slighted. And they and that's the time for you, you know, to air your grievances and to say, listen, man, this is how I feel, right? Because again, we're just drinking more and more of that poison. The last one that I had was I can't forgive because I can't forget. Mm -hmm. And this is what you I think, Marcus, I think you said this. Uh you said that um uh they lied to you or or whatever it is. Um I, I can't I can't forgive because I can't forget, you know, because the Bible challenges us and tells us that we are to forgive and forget. Right. Um, and and we're going to take a look at the ultimate example here in a minute. Uh, but we we have to be Christ like and we have to remember that we are called to be disciples. We are Christians. So that means we are or we are to have a resemblance of christ right so those are the four things i had too big it's too big i can't forgive it's too big the second one i had is too much I, I, time will heal it i'll give it time the third thing is they're not going to apologize so why, why should i forgive them and the last thing is <clears throat> i can't forgive them because I, i'll never forget what they did to me um but the thing about the fourth one is you know we've all had scars and broken bones and, and whatever you know playing football throughout the years and 
we may not forget that injury, but the thing about that that pain and that scar, we may have a resemblance of that scar, but the pain leaves. The scar may be there, but the pain leaves. And that's what forgiveness will allow. It will allow the scar and it will, it will allow the pain to leave. We will we may remember, and I think I've shared this before when we talked about um, our forgiveness is I remember going across the middle catcher slant in high school and getting smacked and got the breath knocked out of me. And I said, I'm never in my life running the slant again. <laughs> and I remember getting up thinking, man, I knew I should have played basketball. But <laughs> all it all it did was teach me that now I need to know how to run a slant, right? You know, I, I'm, I'm not going to – I've got to run a slant if I want to play receiver. But now I need to know, all right, well, listen, there's a linebacker there. I can't be running that wide open. So, I mean, you learn – when we talk about, I'm not going to forget. You don't have to forget. You need to learn how how to deal with that person a better way. You know, if this person is going to going to treat you this certain way, maybe you don't be around that person, or maybe you don't allow that person to to get into your space in a certain way, right? If I know that this person is going to lie to me, I'm not asking any questions. I hold a conversation, and not one of the conversations will be a question. <laughs> I, but it, it doesn't mean that that I, I I'm I'm going to not bring. Not not forgetting means I'm not going to bring it up, you know. So the reason, the one reason why, or one of the reasons why I think it's important to forgive is because forgiveness has no limits, okay? Yes. Forgiveness has no limits. Listen, let's jump in our Bibles, man. We, we, we'd be remiss if we don't at least dive into the text. Turn with me if you have your Bibles to Matthew 18. And we're going to pick it up in verse 15, Matthew 18, chapter 18, verse 15. And we're going to talk about Peter. And before we get to uh, the parable that I want to share with us, um, let's talk about Peter. <clears throat> so this is Jesus talking to his disciples. Okay. And Brent, what's the scripture again? I'm sorry. Matthew chapter 18, beginning with verse 15. Okay. So this is Jesus talking to his disciples, okay? So he's talking to the disciples about people who are doing things wrong to them, all right? People, people are wronging them, and, he, and he's talking to them, and he's encouraging them, and he's, he's just talking to them about you know, how to treat people, okay? And so he begins with verse 15. I'll read um, verse 15. Moreover, if, bro if, if your brother sins against you, go tell him his faults between you and him alone. Corey, you must have read this first because you said communicate. <laughs> the first thing Jesus said here was more. If your brother sins against you, go to him. Not don't go to Yao about what TK did. Right? Go to go to TK. You need to go to TK. And right. and then he goes on to say, if he hears you and has grit and and you have gained a brother, but if he does not, then it says you know go to the elders, go to other people, do other things, but don't just say, all right, well he didn't forgive me, I'm gonna let it go. Uh, but this is not the portion of scripture I want us to read. I want us to get to verse 21. So Jesus is talking, right? So he talks for about however long this is, 15 to verse 19, verse 20. And he talks about, hey, listen, forgive. If he doesn't listen, go to somebody else. If he doesn't listen, get the elders, get people involved, but go to him first. And so I want you to I want you to get in the mind of Peter. So Peter hears, you know, maybe Peter, somebody mess mess with Peter and did Peter wrong. And Peter's probably boiling right now when Jesus is saying, you know, I, we all know how Peter was. Peter was a certain kind of way, 
right? He was a hothead. He was mad all the time. So he was whatever. And so somebody probably just did something to Peter based on what he just said. Because Jesus is saying, listen, you need to forgive people. And and so Jesus is still talking. Peter's probably sitting in the background like, man, I don't know what Jesus is talking about, man. So let's jump to verse 21. So in the Jewish time, and we've talked this before, in the Jewish time, in the Jewish culture, that their, their thing was you had three chances with them, right? If somebody did something to you, you know, you had three times, and then they were right, you, you, that person would be written off, and you were to not associate with that person anymore. That, I mean, that's like a Jewish tradition. You know, I don't know if it still is. I know back then it, that's what it was. So Peter's asking a question in verse 21, and he says, Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often should I shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? So he's asking because the Jewish culture was what? Three times, right? So Peter's saying, listen, all right, well, I know everybody thinks it's three times. I'm better than everybody else. I'm going to say it's seven. So now I'm, I'm double plus one. So he says up to seven times, thinking like Jesus can be like, man, wow, you do seven? That's crazy, Peter. Everybody else does three. Look at you, Peter. So Jesus said to him, nope. Nope, not seven times. Seventy times seven. Times seven. That's right. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, that that could be seventy times seven. I mean, it could be seventy-seven, or it could be four hundred and ninety. But you know, I don't know exactly what that multiplication may be. But the answer is limitless. It doesn't matter. Over and over and over again. Come on, man. Limitless. And we have to have that same mindset, right? So the parable that we have for tonight, I, I want us to hear this parable. And uh, we'll touch on, we'll circle back and, and kind of close it out for the night. But so Jesus, after saying this to Peter, he, he dives into a parable. And if you remember the parable we, we did a couple of weeks ago, a parable is a earthly story with a heavenly meaning. So Jesus is going to tie into the heavenly realm. So he dives into this parable. Begin with verse 23. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle his accounts with his servants. Okay. And when he had begun to sell his accounts, one was bought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. Now, we've talked about the value of talent. So talent is, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a year's wage. Okay. So we'll, we'll say, we'll say a year's $50,000. So one talent is $50,000, okay? <clears throat> so, because the talent in their time was a year's wage, so it would take a year to earn a talent, basically. Um, so this guy owed him 10,000 talents. So 10,000 times, so that's that's what? That's 5,000 years, 5,000, 5,000, that's $250,000? No, 2.5 2. 5 million? How much is that? A lot. So, it's a whole a lot, lot, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, right, right. It's a whole lot. It's a whole lot. Uh, you know, I'm gonna do this math real quick. I want to get it ten thousand <laughs> times fifty thousand. That is one, two, three zeros, four zeros. That's, it. That's five billion dollars. So this guy owed him that much. Okay. And so this, the, and, and uh, let me keep reading, we'll circle back. But <clears throat> as he was unable to pay, right, because this guy, he had to pay him five, $5 billion, he had $5 billion. His master commands that he be sold, him and his wife and his children, all of them to be sold until payment was made. 
So this guy was got to be a slave for the rest of his life because he was never going to be able to pay that money back, right? Because that's an unpayable amount. The servant therefore fell down on his face and he fell down to the and saying to the master, have patience on me and I will pay you all of it. Then the master said to the servant and he would the, the master was removed or moved to compassion and released him to forgive him his debt. So he forgave him all of that debt, all five billion. All right. Now, the same guy who was just forgiven. Now, now I, I want us to realize that the master is, is Jesus. And we're we are the servant who owes a debt that we can't pay, right? Because Jesus paid a debt that he didn't know, and we owe a debt that we cannot pay. So we are the same servant who owes five billion dollars that we will never be able to pay. But this uh -huh. master said to him, Hey, don't worry about it, bro. I got you. You're good, your slate's clean. Carry on with your life. Now, here's what this un this 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 was the servant does after he just got release of this five billion dollars. But that servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. A hundred denarii. Uh, I, I don't know the, the denarii, but denarii is it's like a fraction of a talent, right? So this guy probably owed him a couple thousand dollars. So he came up to this dude. This dude, uh, he owed five billion. He found somebody who owed him a couple thousand. And, and he laid his hands on him, put his hands on the man, and took him by the throat saying, pay me what you owe me. So his fellow servants fell down to on his feet, same thing that he tried to do, begged for forgiveness, and he said, listen, have patience with me, and I will pay you everything, man. Give me time. I'm going to pay you this $1,000. I got it. Uh -huh. Give me time. And he would not. And he went and threw this man in prison until he could pay his whole entire debt. So this guy got $5 billion wiped clean from him. This guy owed him a couple thousand, and he would not let this guy live. Throw him in the, in the prison until he could pay the debt. So somebody saw this so a fellow servant saw what he had done and he was very grieved and came and told the master all that he had done then the master afterward called him saying you wicked servant i forgave you all the debt because you begged me should you not have compassion on your fellow servant just as i had pity on you and the master was angry and delivered him to torturers until he should pay all that, he, that was due to him and so again, Jesus closes this parable with tying it all back together. So my heavenly father also will do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother of his trespasses. Mm -hmm. Jesus gives a practical example of unforgiveness, right? Because we we hear because we're we're that servant in the middle. We're, we're the guy who owes a debt that we, we can't pay. And he paid a debt he didn't know. We just said that. So how are we being forgiven of all the things that we could have possibly done? Not in turn going to forgive someone of a little thing, right? Everything that we we have done, because the wages of sin is what? Death. Death. Death, that's right. The gift of God is eternal life. But the wages of, of this man or this woman who trespassed against you, the, the, the their wages... You know, if they stole twenty dollars, then their wages is twenty dollars, right? But but we we're holding that unforgiveness, and you know the last thing that, that we talked about was I can't forgive because I can't forget. But if Christ is able to forgive us, if God is able for, to forgive us, He says He will cast our sins as far as the east is to the west, and He and He will remember them no more, is what the Bible says. But we know that God can't forget. The good thing about God and the, the the thing that we have to learn from this example is 
it's not that God doesn't forget. It's that he treats us as if it never happened. And that is the thing that we have to get to when it comes to unforgiveness and to forgiveness. Yes, somebody do, does something to us. Yes, somebody may repeatedly do things to us. But we have to be smart enough to, to not put ourselves in that situation. Right. But even if it's a loved one, you know, because we talked about forgiveness has no limits. There, there are three challenges to this. Right. And we may say, listen, I can forgive my brother, you know, or my family member because he or she did this. I, 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 I can forgive them. It depends on what they do. No, no, no. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what they do. Right. We got to forgive them no matter what. And the, and the second thing that, that we challenge ourselves with when it comes to limits is I may forgive my brother or my family for anything. It doesn't matter what my kids do, my wife does, my, my brother, my sister. I can forgive them. But I'm not, I'm not going to forgive, you know, Joe from across the street. He can't treat me the way other people do. I, I can forgive everybody, but I can't forgive them. I forgive my family. But I so it doesn't matter what. It doesn't matter who. And the last thing is, all right, well, listen, I'm going to forgive Joe across the street. But he got one more time. <laughs> so now we're right, right. Hey, I'm only gonna do it twice. The third time, right? Because we hear this J. Cole song, right? Hey, fool me once time, shame on me. Fool me two times. Y'all know did y'all know the lyrics? I ain't gonna say the lyrics. So and, and, and here we are listening to the, 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 the ways of the world, and we and we are tending to uh live off the same tactics, right? Time heals all wounds. You know, six and stones may break my bones, words, but yeah, fool me one time, shame on fool me two times, shame on you. Forget the peace sign. What y'all know the words. So we, we, we're, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. So we can't find ourselves living the same way that the world lives, right? We have to continue to forgive and to try our best to forget. And we have to treat them as if it never happened, right? And it's okay to have that physical scar. You know, it, it, it's okay to get smacked going across the middle. I, I'm not going to forget, but I, I, I'm going to run my next shot like it never happened. I'm going to run it wide open and I'm going to make it happen because I, I now know I have learned from my mistakes. I have learned from that person treating me a certain kind of way. I have learned from my past relationships. I have learned from my past job. I have learned from them to do better, right? Because if we don't do better, we get better. And the longer we hold on to problems, the, the less we are to, to have more opportunities, have better relationships and relationships are ruined over and over. There is, a spousal relationship, whether it's a friendship relationship, whether it's a work relationship, because of something that happened to us in the past. And rather than forgetting it, we're and we never we never let it go. And so we didn't learn from it. So now our future relationships are tainted because of unforgiveness. Right. So think about the thing we said at the very beginning, right? How much poison have we drank over the years expecting somebody else to be sick? How much scar tissue do we have that we're we're continuing to pick at right who is that person that we're holding bitterness who's that person that we're holding our forgiveness to and you know and and maybe we we have forgiven that person and felt like we were over it and then they did it again and now we're like man i knew that joke was the same type and but how hard is it to love that person especially if it's a loved one especially somebody that's close to you and, and you you pour yourself out and it gets to a point you feel like, all right, we're finally there. And then they do it again. All right. Um, how, how, how can we be that same servant? Because God feels the same way about us. I mean, Brent told me he wasn't going to do that no more. And that joker done did it again. Mm -hmm. Right. And 
why why would I listen to his prayer of repentance? You know, especially when Bob across the street stole his tools for the third time and now he don't talk to him no more. You know, say whatever it is, right? Um, so I mean we, the challenge is where am I holding our forgiveness? You know, the challenge is how can I be better at forgiveness? And the last thing I want us to think about is we are forgiven so that we can in turn forgive. Father God, I thank you for your forgiveness that you have poured out to us. I thank you for your continued forgiveness, God. I thank you that you have told us you will cast as far as the east is from the west, God, and you will remember it no more, God. Thank you that you are faithful to do so. I thank you for that you are continually relieving and, re and allowing us to repent to you, God. I pray that we're able to get to a point to where repentance isn't necessary for the same thing over and over again, God. We don't want to challenge you with the same exact sin, God, with the same exact forgiveness, God. So allow us to receive that forgiveness and in turn, God, forgive others, God. Challenge us where we need to be challenged. Correct us where we need to be corrected and motivate us in whatever area we need in forgiveness, God. Whether it's the hurt is too big, whether this time has been too long, whether we feel like there's no way this person is gonna, you know, apologize to me, or we feel like I can't, I can't forget what he did to me, I can't forget what she did to me. God, allow that that hurt and that sting and that scar to subside and to dissipate, so that we may be better disciples and to be found blameless and righteous in your sight. God, we thank you for your son and his example of forgiveness that he has laid before us. God, and it's in your in your name that we pray. It's in your name that we repent. It's your name that we ask for forgiveness. It's your name that we ask and plead and pray for all these things, God. In your Son Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen.